the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Don't tell that. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Yap Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. The segment brought to you by San Diego Propane. Out in East County, that's the place to get propane. Now, Dave only supports the East County because uh, he's small, family-operated, and he loves a smaller clientele. And I tell you what, if uh, propane pi- prices are starting to go up, he calls me up, Dave, let's come out here and fill up before you the high prices hit. He's really customer-oriented. The whole family, his son does a phenomenal job walking through your property and giving you all of the, the, the positive upbeats that you need if you're going to go propane. And if you're looking for a good repair shop, uh, I've got a buddy that has four of them. I used to work at the one in Escondido, and that's West Escondido Auto and Transmissions. He's got one in El Cajon, Escondido, uh, and uh, Miramar Road, and San Diego on Balboa. You can't ask for any better service. Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA. Uh, any work done there is guaranteed clear across the United States. All right, well, if you watch KU Aside this morning, you've seen I did a segment on a, an artist, Mark Lewick. Been around, oh, for a couple of weeks here in San Diego. I think he's pinstriped just about every vehicle out there. And I drug him into the studio with his daughter, Kimberly. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thanks for having me, David. Kimberly, right along with you as well. Hi. She's the photographer, (laughs) by the way, folks. And, you know, our segment this morning was kind of short, so I wasn't able to really spend as much time on it. And I just thought it'd be interesting for folks to to listen and and just kind of hear the history. You, You made a comment this morning on KUSI that really surprised me. Because, you know, I was asking you, you know, how long we've been pinstriping since cars were made. Well, you said it goes all the way back to the chariots. Thousands of years. Thousands. And it was that just to, to glorify whatever their transportation was from point A to point B, just like we do today? It exactly was that. Um, my daughter, my other daughter, Cassandra, she used to write uh, articles for Auto Art Magazine, mm. and uh, they had told her let's do an article on the history of pinstriping and, and i thought she'd go back as far as the 50s you know von dutch yeah or maybe you know early henry ford the model t right so she dug into the books hit the books and researched this and the art of pinstriping goes way way back you know when they found king tut's tomb he had his chariot preserved in the tomb in you know, pieces, the wheels, the whole sure. chair. It was his his ride, you know, and it was all adorned in pinstriping, you know, yards and yards of hand painted pinstriping, just like we do today. No different. The only difference is you didn't go down to the paint store and buy a bottle of cherry red, exactly. You know, bright yellow, and I mean, they had to make all the colors. They had back to then. make the paint, the you know, the brushes. I don't know exactly how they did applied that. it. Yeah, it's it's uh, probably animals, feathers, or fur, yeah. or something. They I said mean, that the uh, the early lacquer was made out of uh, uh, insects called lac bugs. There was a bug insect called the lac bug, and that's r- where lacquer 
came from. No. Yeah. <laughs> True story. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and there was a, you know, I guess you could say it's always been popular. There was been a couple of eras where people really wanted to adorn their vehicle. Remember when they were putting their names yeah. on their driver door? Yeah. And the wife would be on the passenger or vice versa. Right. So when would you say that all came about? I did some reading just last night, actually, and uh, Ed Roth was up in uh, Maywood, up near Hollywood there, and he had started putting names on vehicles. He did up to 50 cars a day with, you know, the guy's name, the girl's name, wow. or the name of the car, you know, like the little jewel or, or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. And he would line cars up all day long and put that name on them. Just hammer them out. Yeah, and that was in about 1955, maybe 54, early 50s. No that he kidding. started that. Yeah. Well, you know, and 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 just like who was the gentleman that came in this morning to KUSI? Oh, Bruce McDowell. Now, Bruce McDowell, you could just tell he's as proud as as a newborn papa he's with a, that car. He's a car guy, and and you've done everything he owns, just about. I think, yeah, including his man cave and his that his uh, petty bones. You know, he has a construction business, and uh, I've done all his dragsters, his hot rods, and. Uh, He'll have his commercial trucks lettered, and I letter them all by hand. And really? He has these big forklifts he uses on the construction site, and I go down and letter them no by hand. No kidding. Airbrushed and everything, yeah. So, uh, you know, where, because I, like myself, when I was little, I mean, I was doodling and doodling just like you, right? Right. Were you not doodling when I, you were little? I doodled. Forever. Got in trouble. For I just was going to say, teachers yeah. smack you in the back of the head. They said, you're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to amount. <laughs> That's what they told me, too. Yeah. Well, they told me that I talk too much. Oh, see. They said, see, you just talk so much, you are going to be worthless. And, you know, to shut you up, we're going to put you back with the girls. Oh. Well, that was a dumb mistake. Yeah. I had more fun with the girls than I did the guys. <laughs> but, you know, when... I tell people all the time, because you asked me, I gave Mark uh, a 2021 Honda Monkey to paint, to to represent my motor my motorsport show. Right. So I give it to him, and he goes, well, what are you looking for? I cannot look at anything. And if you tell me, David, what would you like? You know, everybody has a camera in their head, right? Right. I have no film. <laughs> the film is gone. It's just an empty camera, and I cannot project Whatever it is. Now, you, on the other hand, when I gave you that monkey, you almost had it all figured out when I handed it to you, right? Well, you gave Other me, than a few... Yeah, the, the only parameter you gave me was you had that sticker logo, you know, yeah. with your logo on it. Right. And I spotted those colors, which happened to be my colors. Isn't that a trip? Orange and blue. You know, yeah. I love orange and blue together. So that instantly was and that you know, clicked that the camera clicked. so to speak yeah that was it all i needed to do was get rid of the white and the silver and yeah. put some orange on it and yeah there it was and some of the other things people may not know about you you just didn't pinstripe and paint and do artistry you raced in san diego county yeah i did drive uh dragsters and still own a dragster and i did the sprint cars for a while up at barona uh all of my racing careers are pretty short-lived because they tried to uh, kill you. Yeah, it's better to be painting. A, a good friend of mine, Bob Myers, he builds race cars. Oh, yeah. You know? And uh, he was working on one of my dragsters one time, and he said, Mark, 
you know, how serious are you about this drag racing? Because he was fixing one of my dragsters, which needed some work. Yeah. And uh, I said, well, you know, it's fun. I just want to try it. And, you know, uh-huh. I'm not going to make a, you know, a killing out of it. And he said, well, we've been talking. We'd appreciate it more if you were just staying with painting dragsters instead of driving them. He must have seen me. Was drive. that his <laughs> subliminal way of saying? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, you need to get out of the seat. Yeah, so, you know, he probably saw me up at Carl's bed one time making a fool of myself. But Uh, I, you know, I take drag racing seriously because you have to. Oh, my goodness. And uh, it was a humbling experience to be in a car going that fast. And and, uh, it's a blur, you know. it's 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 You've done it yourself. I've done it. The only thing I hate about drag racing is you got to sit in the staging lines oh, and sweat. for like 45 minutes to go it four seconds. With a fire suit With on. a fire suit and yeah. a helmet and gloves and, and it's hot and it's nasty. Nah, yeah. I mean, but, I, but you're right. It, 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 it was a joy. Sprint cars, I only did that once. Yep. That's and another one that will bite you. I said next time if he <laughs> lets me go out in his car, I says I'll open my eyes. Because I tell you what, I did 10 <laughs> laps and it was the most difficult thing I, I, it took to, to get a handle on. Right. And then, of course, as you can tell, I realized that wasn't for me either. Because yeah. it truly, it scared me at first. It you know, and I to, wasn't yeah. even going flat out. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's that's the world of it. So, pinstriping, I think you found your niche in life, whether yeah. you believe it or not. <laughs> so, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk a whole lot more with Mark. Because we've got a whole 40, another 45 minutes, and we're going to have ourselves a blast right here on fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer all right folks welcome back you are listening to yak radio right here on fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer all right kimberly did a great job this segment brought to you by bumper doc santee scratches dings and dents nobody takes better care of you than bumper doc go to santeebumperdoc.com make sure you tell me heard it right here on kcbq and if you have drivetrain issues, whether you're two-wheel, four-wheel, all-wheel, guess what? San Diego Gear and Axle, they are the pros. That's all they work on. Go to sdgearaxle.com, and when you get there, tell Steve you heard it right here on KCBQ. We're talking to uh, Mark Lewick and Kimberly Lewick. Uh, Mark, if you go to any of the cruise nights and you look at some of the most unbelievable pinstriping, and all of a sudden, at the bottom, you see Mark Lewick. Well, that's the man right here. He's been doing this for 40-plus years, would you say? Almost 50, yeah. Did it go by like a nanosecond, or is it just me? It's, it's hard to believe. i got to pinch myself. It's, okay. It's like so a- what's the very – What can you tell me in your head? What's the very, very first whatever did you pinstripe? Boy, you remember? Oh, uh, actually, with pinstriping, I had a struggle with striping. I was a custom painter. And I would paint flames. I would paint murals, airbrushing. So what was the first vehicle you think? you remember? Oh, boy. There was a guy named Albert. He had a uh, uh, El Camino. I think it was a 1967 black El Camino. And he had me flame it. And that was one of my first flame jobs, you know, painting a vehicle. And then... uh, And did you ever... Had you ever done that before? Never done it before. And... uh, (laughs) So you went to Google... (laughs) <laughs> and you got a YouTube, right? And it learned how. And you, showed, you did have Google and YouTube. You had to do it all on yourself. Before we jump back into Mark, I find out Kimberly is an artist in her own right. Now, you were kind of trying to explain to me that you do a different form of art, but what is it that you do? So it's 
like a mixture of uh, traditional um, art. And so I draw with the tablet and I present it on the computer. And it's a mixture of uh, both worlds, digital arts and doing fine art. But I do it on the tablet so it, it projects on the computer. So then you can massage it once it gets to the computer. Yeah. Kind of like Photoshop with a camera, right? Yeah, sort of like that. Yeah. So what what are... I do it all by hand and everything. Yeah. So it's like a mixture of both worlds. So what do you? What is your... Now, his is cars, motorcycles, and murals. What, what is yours? What do, what do you concentrate on? I do mostly like fan, uh, fantasy and um, kind of like... Uh, like portraits uh-huh. stuff. I really like doing portraits of people and everything. Aren't portraits hard? They are. And some people can be critical and say, I don't look like that. <laughs> yeah, yes, you do. You're just not paying I'm attention. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, hopefully I did it right. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, you're not really into portraits, I noticed. I've done some, and it is hard. Like it's super does. hard. I mean, really hard. When you <clears throat> see somebody that can that can you know, do a face and have all of the features on your and they a, say that um, my dad has given me a lot of pointers and everything. So I'm sure. Like his assistant and everything. And he gives me a lot of pointers and say that, like, if you split yourself in half, it's not the same. So yeah. it's all, all different yeah. in both sides. So wow. I, that, that's amazing. Yeah. So now you didn't go, going back to Mark, you didn't mm-hmm. go to school for any of this. I mean, there was not a college that there you went to. There wasn't anything back No, it's all hand, hands on, right? Now they do offer courses and different things and i have taken some formal uh classes in oil painting you know, and how'd that work out for you because normally a really good yeah. artist will go to class third day in i ain't doing this no anymore. i had to admit i learned a lot did you I, I did and the teachers that i worked with it made a big difference you know like she says you know dividing a face in half and uh you know dissecting what a you know, a face is. I know one time I had to do a portrait of Shirley Muldowney, you know, the drag racer. Oh, wow. And luckily, you know, she's wearing her helmet in this portrait. But uh, <laughs> uh, I did these sketches and I worked on it and I sent them to her with email, you know, because she was in Michigan at yeah, the time. Yeah, what'd she say? She said, Mark, uh, I like it, but my one eye is lower than the other eye and it's bigger and, and, yeah. and it's it just. You know, I'm I'm working off of a photograph. Of right. her, right? So you know? guess what? One eye is bigger than the other. Yeah, and I had to explain to Shirley Muldowney on the phone that, well, you're not symmetrical when yeah. you take your face and you know, yeah, left and right, they're not the same. And I talked to her for probably ten minutes about this and how I'd learned it in portrait yeah. class. Did you tell her to go stand in front of the mirror and look real close? No, I said take a picture and. and you know, do the mirror image. Yeah. I don't know if she ever did, yeah. but, but anyways, uh, long story short, it ended up being a great piece that I'd painted. And she had been the grand marshal at, uh, Bakersfield that year, you know, in, in the sure. drag racing world. And, uh, we presented her with this picture of her. It was on a sign and it said grand marshal Shirley Muldowney and all yeah. this. And, uh, it actually brought her to tears because wow. she was touched that much by well, I'm getting goosebumps. Hey, hey, hey. And by the way, folks, if you're not a, a NHRA fan, Shirley Cha-Cha Muldowney was one of the first drag race, uh, women drag women racing. drag racing, yeah. And she was very good at it. You yeah. Know? yeah, dominating the sport oh. for years, yeah. yeah. And she was just, and she was tough. Yeah, 
She's yeah, got you, a lot of respect. You didn't want her on your bad on her bad right. side. <laughs> so, and I I guess the the thing about what you've done, you've immersed yourself in the who's who of motorsports. Somehow I stumbled into well, it. Well, we all stumble. Yeah. We all stumble. I mean, I didn't go after No, this, it's just like but... I never came after radio. I I mean, I didn't get radio and TV till I was 50. Yeah. Wow. 50. I mean, at least you had the experience. Uh, how old were you when you first started painting? Oh, probably 15, 16. Yeah, I guess. see? I wish I would have had that opportunity. But, you know, I'm not complaining. I've yeah. still got more years under my belt doing this. And I love this just like you love pinstriping and our artistry. And at same thing with, with – now, do you do this for a living? Do you actually make a living at this? Uh, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm definitely working on it. I've been designed for a different – companies and okay for their um, businesses and stuff but so you're I'm, still, I'm still yeah. how old are you <laughs> 30 years old god she doesn't look 30 does she <laughs> look like he's 22 23 30 going on I've 12 told, so. yes yeah going on 12 <laughs> yeah well you know what i always say how old do you think you would be if you didn't know how old you were today there you go i'm 18 yeah. I'm, my I'm, body just keeps saying will you stop it yeah you know i just talked to mark off air i uh, he i have to pick up my monkey Hey, I'll just come over to your house and I'll ride it to Alpine. Mark looks at me like, what are you, crazy? That's just 120, 150cc motorcycle. How are you going? Oh, no, it'll be fine. I'll follow I you with my truck. I won't walk for three days probably once. <laughs> no, but you've been riding it. It rides good, don't it? It drives good. It's yeah, a yeah, nice yeah. running little bike. So going back to the pinstriping. Now, you didn't do any advertising. I didn't see any billboards out there saying Mark Lewick custom painting always been word of mouth isn't that something so if i came to you and say hey mark you want to advertise on my radio show you'd look at me and say no yeah because you didn't have to really didn't need to were you ever out of work i've never been out of work i was actually kind of what you'd say discovered accidentally you know i didn't really pursue i didn't say i'm going to be a custom painter no you did it because you loved it yeah i was uh actually selling motorcycles i was working at a a motorcycle shop, Vic's Competition Motorcycles. We sold Montessa yeah. trials bikes, yeah. that kind of thing. And uh, I would spend my lunch hour in the basement painting uh, motorcycle tanks. And I'd happen to paint a friend of mine's chopper tank. He had this knucklehead chopper. And uh-huh. I painted the, the gas tank. And I put it in the motorcycle showroom there just to, you know, have yeah. it sitting on the shelf. Something to see. And then the guy comes in, I think you might know him, Al Taylor. Oh, yeah. Taylor-made vans. Yeah. He comes in because he's, you know, working on his motorcycle. And he sees this gas tank on the shelf and he goes, who, who did that paint job there? And I go, well, that's me. You know, I, I'm just doodling, playing, you know, yeah. painting my friend's motorcycle. I was probably just 17 at the time. And how big is a tank? Like it's like just a little peanut tank. Nine, eight, nine yeah. inches, like exactly. three, four inches. Yeah, it was just a small chopper tank. And the reason yeah. I'm saying this, folks, is because the rest of the story is going to blow you away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Al says, uh, "Well, have you ever painted a van?" And I said, "Well, no. You know, I'm not. A, you know, I'm not even in business. I just you know paint for fun. You know." Yeah. He goes, "Well, would you you know want to attempt painting a van someday?" And I go, "Well." Never thought about it, but uh, I guess so, you know. And uh, he says, well, I'll, I'll bring a van over to your shop, you know, and uh, and let you, you know, try it. And I go, okay. You know, I'm thinking he's going to bring some old 70, 
Chevy you know, yeah. old van, you know. So if you screw it up, it's, yeah. it's not going to be the end. So <laughs> here comes Al Taylor. He had this van conversion company, and he brings this brand new van from, I think it was Pearson Ford at the time. Oh, my. Brand new Ford van. And uh, he said, here, do whatever you want on this van. You know, put a mural on it. And I'm like, what? 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 Yeah. What? What? <laughs> and this was like, you know, I'm working on little canvases, you know, small I mean. bicycles, model cars. No and, pressure, huh? Right? No a, pressure. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, it ended up working out, and I got more vans and more vans, and then more dealerships started calling. And pretty soon, I, it looked like a van showroom outside. You wow. know, I'd have six, eight, maybe ten vans lined up, brand new vans ready to paint. Wow. At a time. And they let you do your own Pretty much motif own or thing. your own ideas. Yeah. They just said, here, you know, have fun with them. And I'd come up with, you know, like when Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out, the movie. Yeah. Or Jaws, you know, I would paint the van in that theme. And really? And it would sell like hotcakes, you know, with a big great white shark on the side of a van. And no. people would line up to buy these things. And, and you're totally shocked that people yeah. were writing you a check yeah. to make this happen. I was painting two or three vans a day, and they would pick them up, and the clear coat would still be wet. And they'd put them on the lot, and they'd sell that night. And then they'd call me the next morning and say, do one, you know, just like that green van you did, you know that again i go well, i don't want to duplicate yeah so it took some uh, so you actually controlled your destiny by saying look like for example my little monkey of yeah. course no one's going to put you know rachel radio on it but you'll build you'll paint it but you won't build a duplicate i won't duplicate it uh, rarely do i even come close the only time i came close and this will be a pretty long story but you know hot rod holly yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Because, see, that's the only thing bad about radio. I know. We they gotta take make break. you take breaks because you've got to pay for the airtime. It just makes me crazy. <laughs> All right, folks. Hey, you are listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to Yak Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. <laughs> All right. Hey, I got Mark Lewick in with his lovely daughter, Kimberly, and we're talking the industry of pinstriping and custom painting, kind of picking uh, Mark's brain as to how he got into it, what's he been doing with it, but uh, it's really quite an, an art. But first off, Weather Machine, that's where you need to be. Weather Machine, if you're looking for any kind of air conditioning work. Family owned and operated since 1991. When only the best will do, it's just not a slogan with them. It's the way they treat their customers. Trusted service provider with many clients returning for 20, 30 years. Factory trained technicians. And here's something the competition doesn't have. One of the last true tradesman companies. Well, what does that mean? Well, if you have an older home with an older AC system in it and you're having any trouble with it whatsoever and you need to replace some sheet metal, guess what? It may not be available. Well, Weather Machines has their own metal shop fabrication department. So if they need to redo it, they can redo it. Give them a call at 619-443-9974 or just Google Weather Machines and they air conditioning and heating and tell them you heard it right here on radio. So, Mark, uh you got into the van business. I knew Al Taylor very well. He had very good vans, and I'd always seen 
the custom paint jobs, I never knew where they came from. Yeah. Because I knew you couldn't buy decals that looked as good as what they did. Right. Uh, And the fact that they kind of gave you limited parameters, he just said, do a forest scene. Right. Call Call me when it's done. Exactly. Yeah, I really have to kind of thank Al Taylor for discovering me in a way. So yeah. Uh, he, well, you really need to thank the motorcycle shop for allowing yeah. you to put the tank yeah. in the showroom window. Otherwise, he would have never seen it. Vic Conway, yeah. Wow, that is so crazy. Now, you kind of done some crazier things. I happen to know Kathy and Lee Smith over at Simpsons Nursery. And I think you did all the artwork that was at the nursery, correct? Even the big water tower that's up yeah. on the stilts. You know, I got climbed up there. And <laughs> I bet that was <laughs> My fun. son, Carter, he's a, a trooper. He helps me out with those outdoor jobs, you uh-huh. know, and he'll get up there on the scaffolding or ladders or whatever really? it takes. Yeah, he does the heavy lifting for me. Wow. And, uh, and then you went into their house. Oh, they kept and going. And painted yeah. the walls. You, have, you, have you ever seen it, Kimberly? Oh, yes. It's amazing <laughs> he's got you got little animals you know if you go upstairs folks you got the step and then you got the little base then the step the ba- all the bases had little themes the and rabbits and rabbits and, 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 and yeah. kathy and lee did they give you direction or do they just say have fun uh, again they're fun people to work with oh my and, gosh uh, they they had some ideas of their own but uh well you had to paint him on some of the vehicles because yeah, exactly. he kind of looks like yosemite sam when you come right down exactly. to it <laughs> So uh, yeah, it's uh, it, I loved working with them. That was a lot of fun. And yeah, he would say, "Mark, I got this car museum because he had that museum." Yeah, you know? he said, uh, "You know what's missing in this museum?" And I'd say, "Well, you need a, a '50s panel wagon or whatever." So he'd go out and buy one, and then bring it to me and have me paint whatever I wanted on it. And I know. it was just a blast. But know? isn't that kind of what most of your customers did? They'd say, hey, you know, I'm interested in this. And you'd say, well, you know, if you go get this, maybe we could do something. And they go out and buy it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, it's been great working with customers. Yeah. You know, they kind of trust me and, and trust my judgment. Okay. So I have to ask you because yeah. everybody's thinking, oh, this is a fluff interview. No, it's <laughs> not. Have you ever had a project that you just had a real problem with? I don't know if I have. See? I've had challenges, you know, where well, you got to work a little harder than yeah, some yeah, others. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I treat all my customers, you know, equally, I think. And uh, I usually, you know, can pick their brain and, and know what they want. You know? Yeah. And one of my customers, she's well-known, you know her, Hot Rod Holly. Oh, my God. Now, when Holly first came to me, she wasn't Hot Rod Holly yet. No. She was just Holly. Right. Know? And... uh I saw her with her silver truck and, and 56 uh, Chevy, yeah, 55, 56 Chevy. Step side. Uh, I figured she's going to want, you know, flames or striping or graphics. And I was doing these sketches for, her. I let her look through all my years of photo albums. I mean, there's years of pictures and, uh, she looked through everything and she just was shaking her head. I, I just don't see it. And that, that was the first time I'd ever heard someone well, see, that was my question. Have you ever had anybody that you yeah, just... She was a little, you know... A challenge. A challenge. We'll just call her a challenge. Yeah. A and, cute uh, challenge, I might And add. I says, well, you know, what are you picturing? And she says, well, I'll come back tomorrow and I'll show you. And I'm thinking, okay, this will be good. You know? It'll be helpful. Yeah. So she comes in and, and uh, she comes in my studio and she's got this huge bundle of clothes. Uh, Hawaiian shirts, Hawaiian dresses, uh Stuff you see in the supermarket, you know, those Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
and I'm hearing a Jimmy Buffett song in the background, you know, looking, and I'm, I'm picking up on this vibe. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, she's pushing me a little hard to try a little harder. You know, uh-huh. don't do the standard stuff. This is going to be something totally different. Yeah. And I thought, well, how am I going to apply this to her truck? You know, I'm thinking a little pinstriping here and there, you know, a hibiscus, a, a, a bird. You know, she wanted birds and different yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, no, 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 I want this thing to make a statement. I want to go from here to here, the wheel wells, the tailgate. All the way around the truck. All the way around the truck, yeah. Almost a continuous nonstop thing. And uh, I said, wow, I've (laughs) never done anything like this, you know. And uh, she left me the truck and said, Let me know when you're done with it. Yeah, and the rest is history. But she did something different that to this day blew, blew her away, and she tells everybody that sees the truck, and that's the tailgate. The Chevrolet, yeah. And it's L-E-I-G-H, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Like, she, like the Hawaiian lay. The lay, yeah. She wanted a Hawaiian lay uh, strung across the letters of the tailgate, you know, kind of like on the back of the truck. And so I'm looking at this Chevrolet, you know, and I'm thinking the lay and so I turned the T into an I and then laid the, yeah. the painted it all on there. But it looks like a real lay is laying over the word Chevrolet and it's spelt, you know, different and it just all fell. And in. she's won competitions with that truck because right. of those murals. That's how she kinda got her name, Hot Rod Holly, because yeah. she of won that truck. Yeah, that truck. I think she was on My Ride Rules. It was a show right. back in the day and and she won that she won it and then the name hot rod holly came to be so and she drives that thing oh, everywhere man. all over town and she's been an advocate for me oh, since yeah. day one you know she's yeah. one of the best pieces of advertising there could be is hot rod because it's everywhere yeah, it's a good guys yeah. every year everybody and... sees it knows it you know and uh and it, you she's had you add a few things periodically from what i remember right she's bringing it in now and then for little additions and things yeah, like that throw this on here put yeah. some of that on there right. of course now you know what she wants so that's probably pretty easy wouldn't you say right and then going way back to where we were before the break uh, as far as duplicating jobs a lady fell in love with hot rod holly's truck this lady up in escondido tracy young and she, uh-huh. she said oh i want your truck I, you know i love your truck and so she went out and bought a silver toyota truck you know, a newer model. And she said, Mark, will you paint it just like Holly's truck? I want to duplicate her truck, you know? And I said, I don't know. I've never duplicated before. Right. She says, I just got to have this, you know, on my truck. And uh, I said, well, let me call Hot Rod Holly. And if we get her blessing, you know, we'll do your truck like hers, you know, almost like a clone and uh, only on a later model truck. So Hot Rod Holly said, sure. You know, she was kind of flattered, I think, that someone else would want to do that style. So now I've got, you know, Hot Rod Holly. It's not the same. What do you want to bet it's not the same? They look a a lot alike, and they were on Facebook last week. Well, it doesn't say Chevrolet. No, it does not. Because it's Toyota. It's a Toyota. But And then uh, Tracy's truck has butterflies on it. Ah, see, so see, see. So, it up a little bit. See, so it is different. Yeah, it's so, different enough. So you followed your rule of yeah. never to duplicate, Yeah. but yet you made two young ladies very, very, very happy and it with was, their rides. And they're fun people to work with. Yeah. It's just a fun story, you know? Well, you know, and, and uh, it, to me, if you have a vehicle that you want to personalize, 
you know, this is by far the best way to do it. But there's only a handful of stripers in town. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's kind of a dying art. You could call it a dying art. Yeah, yeah but we're going to see what we could do to resurrect that art. Yeah, because there's a lot of parents out there that got a lot of kids out there that are doing the same thing Mark, Kimberly, and I did when we were little, <laughs> and that's doodle and draw things, and and you can't you you know isn't it funny you can't help it. Yeah. There'll be a time I'm sitting on radio, especially the, the my show at the end of the uh, the day. Next thing I know, I catch myself drawing, you know, and I just, yep, I love just to do it. Stop. You don't even realize you're doing no, it. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't even realize you do it. So what about, let's flip the gears for a second. What about product? You know, because for what you painted back in the day, as far as, you know, acrylics and what have you, has that industry gotten better? Oh, it's tremendous. So yeah. that, that when you paint something, you don't have to worry about it, say, fading out. Yeah, the whole process of of prepping a job the tape the paint the sandpaper everything has changed you know the clear coats it's just been amazing like when my wife and i first started the business she's helped me out through all these years uh she would sand the vans until her fingers bled with what uh, 60 or 600 hardcore dude i know she would sand the vans tape them out and now she does mostly the book work and everything but (laughs) But uh, there was no such thing as Scotch-Brite back then. Uh, 600 grit sandpaper was the finest sandpaper you could get. There was no 1,000 grit. Or 1,500, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so we'd be out there, you know, just, you know, working our fingers to the bone. Literally. Yeah, and uh, we would just say, well, at the end of the day, did we do a good job? Is this product going to hold up? And and we did the best we could. There was... uh, there was no clear coat when I first started painting. There was lacquer, which was clear, and there were certain mixing clears with enamels, but there was nothing. The word polyurethane hadn't even entered into the, right. the marketplace yet. So, and now it's just it'll make your head spin how much new product is out there. Well, and the clear coat is what keeps the, the artwork shiny and bright right. and new. Yeah. Because without it, in fact, it was so funny. I drove by Cafe 67, and because you did that artwork as well, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, you need to go down and call the owner and say, hey, you need me to come out and refresh the signs. Clear it again, yeah. Well, because, you know, the weather and everything. And I, I seen it. I, I drove by it uh, Saturday. I went, oh, yeah. Mark needs to go talk to the owner and see if they'll. Because <laughs> when it thing was bright and, sh- oh, my goodness, it was beautiful. Yeah, the clear coats nowadays. Uh, when they first came out, you know, it was Imran and, and right. DuPont, and they were really high-quality clears. And then the government or whoever came in and said, a lot of dangerous chemicals here, taking all this uh, good chemicals out of the paint. Even the factories, Detroit, mm-hmm. you know, they're all dealing with clear coat peeling now. And, and water-based paint. Yeah, water-based 80 paint. miles an hour, all that paint will fly right off the roof and the hood yeah. of your truck. It, it's really changed. It's so. really changed. But they seem to have gotten better. You know, they went through that water-based insanity. Yeah. And then they have, f- have adapted. F- because, they're figuring it out again. Well, yeah. you know, it was pretty hard for somebody to buy a truck brand new, and two years later, the paint starts blowing off the... Right. And it wasn't anything that you did. Yeah, the primer would let go. And away know. we go. Yeah, water-based. I just never figured out how that was ever going to work. I never could figure <laughs> it out either. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, one more segment at Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. 
and Mark Lewick and Kimberly on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to the Act Radio with Dave Stahl right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. The segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair. Napa Auto Care, ASE certified, AAA approved. Nobody does it better. 7447 University Avenue. Go to John's San Diego Auto Repair.com for all your automotive needs. And when you get there, just tell them thanks for supporting Yak Radio. Talking to Mark Lewick and his daughter, Kimberly. We've been sitting here for about an hour talking about the world of pinstriping and artistry. Uh, we've talked a little bit about the quality of, of materials. But I think the biggest thing is we want to start getting children involved in this, getting the younger generations involved. Just like Mark, you know, Mark was lucky enough, be in the right place at the right time, did a piece, put it in the window. Somebody loved it, decided to say, hey, can you do this, this, this? And next thing you know, it turned out to be a 40-plus year career. And you've made good money doing this. Yeah. I mean, you're not living under a freeway. Not yet. Not yet. You live in a very beautiful home and, you know, so, but you, you know, it's like that old saying, I would do this for free if right. I didn't need the money. Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. And I think I feel guilty getting paid. For I know. I, I tried. Did you hear what I did this morning? <laughs> yeah. So I paid him. Yeah. He uh-huh. tried to give most of it back. Uh- I go, but you, but you. We're, we're not done with that. <laughs> no, please. Yeah, we are done with that, dude. That's going down now. <laughs> no, no, because we are done with that. Because that right. was not yeah, arm wrestle. No, you'll win. But no, I mean it's because you got to let the you got to let the customer show appreciation. You know, and I'll bet you you've had to deal with every single one of your customers, and I bet every single one of them you said, "Oh no, 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 that that's way too much." Oh no, 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 that's way too much. You know, because they don't understand. Or you don't understand your art and your skills and your talent are yours. I couldn't do it. Kimberly couldn't do it. Even though she's under your tutelage, yeah. she can't replicate what you do. So, And you need to be paid for services rendered. Now, are you the most expensive guy in town? No. Nope. Not at all. I know that. Just just talking to you and dealing with you. So, And, and I guess I'm saying... Mark and Mark is really on the tail end of his career. It, right. I mean, you're really not looking for more work. I'm kind of winding down and trying to taking fun jobs. Well, and let's talk a little bit about that because you're not kind of doing vehicles and motorcycles. Now you're getting into the oil paintings, the fine art, the yeah. t-shirt designs. That's fun. You know, Kimberly helps me a lot with the t-shirt designs. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I've learned that some of this computer stuff is not too bad you know? <laughs> like i can do my own font lettering you know, what? Like a lettering hand lettering and uh instead of spending two or three hours outlining the letters with the shadow and the yeah, outline yeah. i yeah. tell kimberly outline the letters and shadow them and she pushes a button and yeah, it's that's done where I come in. <laughs> yeah. wow. so, again it's another if, like, if, uh, of us the, we we work together, together. really, yeah. Yeah. and she's learning layout and, and, and proportions. You know, like I can let her, you know, like your KCBQ logo, and uh, if it looks too big, she can shrink it down and and move it around. And if there's two cars parked each other, she, she can, can move them around, move, turn yeah. them upside oh, down, do whatever. Fantastic. So it's changed the way I work. Yeah, streamlined it, and right. she's learning 
some of the you know new skills, old skills. You know, we're learning from each other. I think that is such yeah. a cool. I had no idea. Well, you know, it's, it's that father daughter thing. You know, now does your other daughter paint? Or? She's a writer. She's going to college now in North Carolina. She's oh. getting her master's degree in uh, science and history. So, whoa, uh, yeah, she's. Uh, but she wrote for uh, Auto Art Magazine for several years writing articles uh-huh. so she's involved with the auto art in, in a writing aspect well, she creative in a different way so we're big creative family yeah, <laughs> yeah. well it sure sounds well what we need to do is when we get her out here for spring break or there you go let me know ahead of time and we'll bring her in and put her on, put radio. Her on the show That'd be wouldn't fun. that be fun she would love that well yeah. and then get the three of you in and then uh you know yeah. uh is it carter have him come in and do the photography yeah yeah because he seems to love to do photography. Yeah, and get my wife here to keep an eye on me and everybody. Cause she, I think no, I Kimber- gotta, Kimberly's done a good job. Yeah, well, let's face it. The wife is probably the mainstay to keep us makes me look floating. good. Yeah, she, she's the one that keeps me in line. She reminds me of my appointments. She said, oh, you got to meet Dave Stahl, you know. Dave Stahl, who's that? <laughs> and I said, oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, shoot, that's I got to get today. So, yeah, she keeps me in line with my appointments and does all the books so i don't do this by myself (laughs) yeah well that's it sounds like i didn't get a chance to meet her yet but i'm working on it yeah so you're kind of waning down a little bit but you're still doing projects i can't say no i got that's a problem i'm gonna have i can't even say the word retire oh no 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 no. do you see me retiring i mean because if you love what you do and you can still do it yeah. Then yeah. it's not retirement. It's not like a job. It's no, like a fun no. hobby and people hand me money. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all you have to do is buy some product and Yeah. And and would you, how many percentage? I think I asked this earlier, but what's the percentage of customers that just give you free reign? I would say well, probably 75 to 80, maybe 90%. Yeah. You know, they just kind of they know a certain look and there's other stripers in town or sure. painters and they all draw towards that person's style and when they come to me they've already got an idea what they want and they just kind of turn me loose usually and say just do whatever comes to mind and doesn't that seem doesn't that work better for you oh yeah definitely as long as i've got a little guidance and and don't you know well like mine for example put racer radio on the tank put britney's uh, race car on it put motor world on it I don't care how you do it. See you later. Have a nice day. I already had an envision of what that yeah. was going to look like. I know. See, you I didn't. <laughs> I looked at that bike. I said, there's no way. I don't know how. And the, the kicker of that little project was I was really worried because I wanted to get, there's two models. There's a red and white tank and there's a blue and white tank. Right. I wanted the red and white tank is what I wanted, but they didn't have it in stock. Oh. So I bought the blue and white thinking, this is going to be a challenge. <laughs> and then when I go to Mark, come to find out, blue and orange, which was my stickers, he, those are his colors. So yeah. everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I feel that you're exactly right about that. Everything happens for a reason. I mean, you and I have never collaborated it's, in all the years we've known each other yeah. until it's, when thing, you know, when the moon's getting it's the right. It's all about the timing. It's and all the about timing. Alignment of the stars. And, and then I find out you do T-shirts. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> I want to do a racer radio T-shirt, okay. not with that logo. Yeah, and you know, and what I really want is a black T-shirt that says Yak Radio, okay, in white letters, yeah. but kind of Yak, you know. And by the way, Yak it stands for you ought to know. Oh, just okay, in case you're that's wondering. cool. 
or just yakking because this hour is open. I can I, I talk about anything and everything. It was funny because uh, mentioning T-shirts, you were talking with the Off-Road Coalition earlier. Right. I was down in the park not listening, you know, uh-huh. with about the desert and glamorous and all that. And I remembered I did some T-shirt designs for the Off-Road Coalition. No kidding. <laughs> Way back in the day. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that would have been in the late 70s when they just started up yeah yeah no kidding well it's been a it's been a it's been an exciting journey for you fun ride uh, yeah. i'm gonna see about getting you a little part-time gig at the auto museum i'm gonna be talking to lenny because i think you need to share your talent yeah i'd like to pass it on to the yes. younger generation and get kids interested somehow even if it's one or two you know just it just, doesn't because uh, if you just spark one kid yep if you, because you know, let's face it. I mean, the majority of the of the stripers out there, you know, other than now, there's a girl. I don't know if you know Angela. Mm, I don't know Angela. She's in her late thirties. She's mm. probably the youngest one that I'm I'm aware of. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you look at the lowrider community. Oh you, yeah, you talk about unbelievable artwork. Yeah, there's a young kid up in L.A. that he gets like a hundred thousand dollars to do a lowrider and it's just this young kid and he's airbrushing yeah. portraits of uh the people's family or sure. these old uh heroes from way back in the day, Western heroes. Yeah. You know, all these murals on these lowriders and he's just booked for the rest of his life painting lowriders and every square inch of the lowrider is beautiful. Oh, artwork i used to try to get them to come to kusi to promote their 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 clubs their family because they're really family oriented right no you know our cars aren't as good as uh like the over the hill gang or the prowler i go what are you out of your mind they're a piece of artwork i says if anything you're smarter than those guys and they go why do you say that i says because you leave the drivetrain bone stock yeah it starts every time it never floods (laughs) i mean but your vehicles, uh, and now they're getting into engraving the chrome. Right. I don't know if you've seen the oh, latest. Oh, yeah, the brake drums or brake rotors are all engraved. Engraved like and beautiful. etched. Yeah, etchings. and. They I, I like do a, have to tell you one, though. So the first time I finally got them to come in. Oh, by the way, now I can't get rid of them because they come in all the time. <laughs> but the first one I did, I didn't pay any attention to the car, and the camera guy was coming around. He had a mural on the back. It was not family-oriented. That happens now. And I went, ooh! So now KUSI <laughs> says, you have to expect, inspect the vehicle. Or I tell them, don't bring any risque cars in. <laughs> well, Mark, I just can't thank you for taking time out of your day. If you can believe it, we're done. Oh, man, it flew by. Wasn't it? Yeah, it always does. When you're having fun, and I know you really haven't had an opportunity to sit down and really talk about your industry. Usually, you're a hard guy to get to talk about how great you are as far as an artist and a, and a, and a pinstriper. And, and hopefully we've given the community a little inside story on on Mark. Well, you've got a gift day for drawing it out of me because not many people can I do know. what you do. Did I do so. good, Kimberly? <laughs> you did, you did. Are you a little surprised? Really <laughs> did you hear any stories that you hadn't heard before? I've heard a lot of these, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I, I, I seem to have the knack is pulling stories out of people that – would never even thought, you know, that they didn't even know their dad or their mother, you know, even did something like that. I go, I had no idea that he did it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're still painting. And by the way, folks, he's got a helmet now because I figured I don't want to get yelled at for riding my monkey without a he's helmet. Safe, yeah. Because you know how, you know, the haters are. And you can't leave it just one color. We got to 
You just, it's yours, do whatever you want to do with it, and like I said, I can't thank you enough, and the door is always open anytime you want to come in. We'll definitely get the rest of the family in, and we'll do an extension on Mark Louie. Love it. FM 96, 1 AM 1170. The answer.